Uhuru. What's going on, Conrad? Oh no, well, President Come on by you real quick. Hunter Wolf. They, they'll, they'll take a double-edged blade and they'll put blood on the blade and they'll melt the ice and stick the handle in the ice so that only the, the, the blade is protruding and that a wolf will smell the blood and wants to eat and it'll come and lick the blade trying to eat. And what happens is when the, when the wolf licks the blade, of course, uh, he cuts his tongue and he bleeds and he thinks he's really having a good meal. He drinks and he licks and he licks and of course he's drinking his own blood and he kills himself. That's what the imperialists did to us with crack cocaine. You've got these young brothers out there thinking that they're getting something that they're going to make a living with. They're getting something they can buy a car like the white people have cars. Why can't I have a car? They're getting something that they can, they can get, get a piece of gold. The white people have gold. Why can't I have gold? They're getting something to get a house. The white people have a house. Why can't I have a house? And they actually think that it's something that's bringing resources to them, but they're killing themselves just like the wolf who's licking the blade and they're slowly dying without knowing that's what's happening to the community. You with me on that? That's exactly and precisely what happens to the community. And instead of blaming the hunter who put the damn handle and the blade in the ice for the wolf, that what happens is the wolf gets gets blamed for trying to live. That's what happens in our community. You don't blame the person, the victim, you blame the oppressor. Imperialism, white power is the enemy. Was the enemy when it first came to Africa and snatched up the first African Brothers here against our will is the enemy today. That's the thing that we have to understand. And there can't be any compromise on that. I'm I'm having some trouble hearing you, comrade. Let me turn my microphone up a little bit. Yeah, man. Crown Dion, I see Columba Colum- on the mic. I see M. Peter on there. And um, that's what we're doing, man. We're talking about freedom. We're talking about the people. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we get a lot of people to tell our story for us. And a lot of times we get these pop-up organizations, you know, that that that, that want to tell our story or that want to act like they're fighting for us. And that's what I've been seeing over the last couple of years a lot. You know, I've seen, I seen a man build a movement for a long time in inner communities. You know, uh, it don't seem like, it don't seem like the, it, it, it just didn't seem like some of the times the same older, well, I'm gonna say, I won't say the older God, 
But the same people that were saying up with hope, down with dope, you know, there was the same people sometimes standing in the way of progression. And now what we see is we see a lot of pop-up movements, pop-up movements, I say. In my opinion, Black Lives Matter would be one of those uh, controlled movements. And so I've been, you know, familiar with this comrade. I I've been familiar, obviously, uh, with MP Dom and the party for years. You know, I can't never say I I I've been a part of it, but I've been a part of it still. And so, uh, you know, instead of listening to all these different people want to tell us our story, instead of asking questions and being fed by CNN all the time, um, you know, I thought it was important because a lot of people still don't understand the importance of owning our own uh, media, right? And so I like to- In the United States, represent at least half I lost all audio, so I don't know if I could be heard. Yeah, you, but I can't hear you. I can hear you. Okay, okay. now I can hear you. It's so good to see you, comrade. It's so good to see your face, and I'm so happy to be here. I didn't hear the last word. Um, I, I couldn't hear what was being said. So if you ask me a question, you, you're gonna have to ask me again. But I just want to salute you first. And just really appreciate, you know, the work that you do, you know, and using your gifts and, you know, how you put the pen to the paper. Thank you. And um, I don't get into our interview, but I just wanted to tell this one story of how I like actually got in the, you know, um, met you or didn't meet you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I was from Ferguson and um, I was new to the movement, to black power and everything. And so I was on a hunt. I wanted to know everything. So I was on YouTube and I had um, found the conference. I believe it was in Chicago or something, but you was, you was a speaker. I don't know if it was in Chicago, but I know it was a conference and it was, um, and I mean, you brought me to tears with this analogy that I use today right. when you were talking about the crabs in the barrel, yeah. you know, and everybody always complaining about and always talking about the black community and how we crab at each other, like the crabs in the burrow. Right. But have we ever stopped and thought about who put the crabs in the burrow yeah, and created the, you know, the contradiction of us crabbing at each other in the first place that we are not in our natural habitat. You know what I'm saying? And somebody created this environment, you know what I'm saying? To have us crabbing at each other. And so um, I really appreciate, you know, your struggle 
because I don't know if you knew that day when you were saying that, that, you know, um, years to come, you know, an uh, African young man named Mike Brown was going to be slayed in the streets. And a sister by the name of Herdosha Bentham at the time, that was an evangelist in my community, a real person, was going to be really influenced by your words um, and your delivery. And it really just helped me as an organizer to be always be able to try to meet the people at the door, being able to, you know, paint a picture to be able to show them the contradictions. And that's what that analogy did for me. So thank you. I just wanted to share that. I, I don't know if I ever told you that. Nah, you, you didn't. You didn't. And I'm going to be honest. You know what? I appreciate you telling me that. I, I really do. That just caught me like, really, because you know what it does? It tells you that, you know, even when you don't see some of the, even when you don't see some of it coming back, even when you don't know things like that, it's like, that's, that's special to me. That reminds me of, I, I, I have to imagine, I'm just saying, you know, the chairman never told me this, what, what I'm going to say, but hearing that reminds me of how I met the chairman and I don't know that when he approached me that day, I'm almost positive that he didn't know in his mind that it would be a life-changing moment. You know, he, he I mean, he, I mean, that was the goal, obviously, but, um, you know, for, for him to see me sitting in, in the Uhuru house years later and telling him I was that kid, you know, I was that guy there that, uh, you know, years ago right out there and he and he said I remember and um wow. <laughs> since you telling me that it's like it's that's uh it's it's humbling you know and I I I really I really appreciate you telling me that um what I was uh speaking about was uh wow yeah so what our I media about, I heard you say media and the importance of why we need our media uh, why, the importance of, of having our own media. Um, just thinking about how our community is mostly fed by controlled media. Um, you know, if you we look at some of the things that happen, I don't care what, what you know, you could be Democrat, you can call it out, you can feel the way you want to feel about things. People, I'm saying, I'm saying for the people that's going to come back on the podcast and watch it or listen, um, if you haven't been paying attention, you know, uh, News media are canceling, you know, whole shows. You know, uh, I, I should say, I said that wrong. Cable outlets are canceling whole news media con considering what they're willing to cover or not cover. You know, if they're, if, if, if they're, if they're going to come out and say, you know, something negative or uh, contrary to the vaccine, they have been getting canceled. You can't just cancel somebody that owns their own media or someone that is in control of their own media. And so I, I wanted to speak to that importance. And, and, and another thing I want to say is um, to anybody, to everybody listening, um, you're listening to the, the international, you know, it's so many different platforms, uh, buildings and movements and grassroots movements that are, 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 are uh, chapters is the right word, right, Columbia? Yeah. The chairman has uh, uh that has been birthed up under the up, up under this whole movement organization, and and I just want to say, you know, there's a 
MP Dom probably in, 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 in all in each of those cities. Um, and then there's a president of, of the MP Dom for those particular cities. And then you have an international uh, president of MP Dom. And that's who we're speaking to tonight. Um, I, 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 this young lady come a long way. I didn't know what she told me, but I did see um, that she was going to be a leader. I did see that um, she was like, she had that thirst. She was that, that person. I almost called her a kid, um, <laughs> but she was that person that would just sit at the end of the podium or the first seat, if it was the chairman speaking. Um, she was just there, eyes open, ears open, pen in hand, mouth open, you know, because when we get caught listening, you know, our mouths, we are, you know, we hood, you know, our mouth drop a little bit because we sucking it in. And that was her. And, and another reason why I thought it was important to talk to her, because so many of us that relate to ourselves as being, I also recognize something else in her. And it was, you can be book smart. You can be, you know, educated by the books of the movement. You know what I mean? And then you can also be educated by, you can also have that street in you. Or you could tell a person come from that real grime or that real ghetto of the street. And that's not with everybody that try to talk to us. So I felt like I kind of recognized a little bit some uh, in this sister. So sometimes when you meet comrades like that, they're able to relate things a little bit easier um, to more of our people that need to be touched. So without further ado, I, I, I went into that because I wanted it to be known who uh, to my to my podcast listeners and to everybody else. Um, everybody knows the sister. Uh, but for those that don't, Columbia, a strong individual. Yeah, they don't know. I, I'm just from Walnut Park. But um, I, I appreciate that introduction. And again, want to salute you and just all what you do to continue to educate and agitate and wake us up. That's right. And so I just really want to appreciate this. Um, and I want to say, yeah, my name is Columbia Antoinette. And right now I am located in St. Louis, Missouri. And I am the international president of the International People Democratic Uhuru Movement, EPDOM. EPDOM been around for over 25 years um, and it's under the leadership of the African People's Socialist Party, the Vanguard Party um, that has resumed the responsibility to continue the revolution from the 60s to, um, to the day to redeem and um, liberate African people. Mm -hmm. And EPDOM, is a mass organization that meets you at your political door. And I am the international president and international headquarters is here in St. Louis. But like um, my comrade said, we, we are everywhere African people are because we gotta be. And if we not in your city, we wanna be in your city. So sit back, I hope I can say, and really you know jerk the heartstrings of your revolutionary heart and and before we even get into this, I just want to salute you because if you listening to this broadcast, I can assume that you are revolutionary in thought because you had to Google it or get yourself here. So I want to salute you because you have done something, you know, sent major. Um, when we see the consciousness of African people and we see the conditions that we are under and so much like my like we talking about the media, the media. Um, and that is controlled by the state. And the state is what we sometimes call white power, colonialism, all the same thing, um, that controls the, 
the masses of our people. And all the time, you don't see the chains or the shackles that's on you. Um, you don't see how your mind is being manipulated to see things and see yourself and your community a particular way. And beyond just the media of the news, we can even go to music or we can even go to YouTube or whatever we are trending and doing, the uh, people in power have to be able to control those means and those platforms so they can control the masses. Mm. And so um, when we talk about everything is political, regardless if you are political or decided to make a political move or not, somebody has their hand in you and you are a puppet on a, a pawn on a board. Um, and so we have to really, truly, truly as Africans, as revolutionaries in thought, in mind, and in spirit, really internalize what is being said when we talk about the media and how it's, how, how it's, how it's being used. So um, I just wanted to say that, you know, I am um, African working class and I, I, my greatest um experience and where I have got all my degrees of experts of understanding is straight from the hoods in the streets. Um, you know, um, you know, I, you know, being on drugs, I got you, you know, um, horizontal violence, um, losing loved ones at an early age. I got you. Um, you know, Talk about it. you know, the crimes that is committed against African people on a constant everyday basis, I got you. Like what the what the community feel, I am. And so, um, but I am the greatest attachment of the African working class, meaning that I have trained and I have set under the teachings of Chairman Amalia Shatella to become my greatest self. I have to. And I still deal with, you know, uh, a mother that's homeless and brother that's in jail for 27 years nieces and nephews that have been without their uh, fathers because of horizontal violence and how that plagues and goes generation to generation. Yeah, I still got you. I'm still in that. But I have chosen to say that regardless of what my oppressor do, I can never give up. That I have to stand on the front lines and be, you know, on the highest body of the African People's Socialist Party to make sure and guarantee that the African working class is at the seat. You know what I'm saying? By make, you know, being a part of the African People's Socialist Party under Chairman um, leadership. So I know that was a completely um, long overview of who I am, that but was, I just um, hope that I gave the listeners nah. an idea of who I am. Nah. But I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Listen, uh, that was great. <laughs> I, because, first of all, I appreciate that. You know, um, uh, and the response on YouTube, uh, you know, there's some, my sister on YouTube is, is really feeling you. Um, fist up, Madam Chair Lady, we're here for the revolution. And um, uh, I just, uh, you know, it, when you're speaking, it just, it just comes out. It just comes out. I miss you. You know, it's, it's like, it's like, I'm going to tell you something. I, it's horrible. It's, I miss the presence of the, the rural house is here and it's beautiful. Aquaba Hall is, and what it stands for is going to stand for that. But now I, I'm sure I don't uh, speak for myself alone uh, when I say we, we just, it, we, we still miss the presence, you know, the chairman and uh, chairwoman. And uh, so just hearing you speak, 
and um like that and actually seeing it even though i see the chairman on monday morning i mean on sunday mornings um uh i, I just appreciate being here on wednesday and seeing you and hearing that same um energy and love and um excitement to actually speak for the people mm-hmm. i heard i heard um i hope everybody uh, for those who, who who come back um if you heard there's a chapter near you in your city um it is I-N-P-D-U-M. Um, you can look it up on Facebook. They have a page or you can, you know, message me on Facebook or anything uh, to get in touch with her. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure she's going to give out all that information uh, because it's important. Uh, you're listening to Crown Dion, uh, Unapologetically Revolutionary. And it just so happens that my comrade is the same way, Unapologetically Revolutionary. I'm speaking to Kalambayi. Um, and that is the international president of NPDOM. And you just heard the opening of, of a great testimony. And why was that testimony important to, to me? It was important because if I'm one of those guys or girls, uh, for anybody sitting at home, uh, you know, sometimes we like to challenge each other and say, well, I mean, why should I listen to this person? What makes this person qualify? Well, she just told you, she got you. And, um, whatever thing that you are struggling with or misunderstanding or, uh, having a hesitation with every facet of the game, the sister just kind of talked about, the comrade just talked about, um, basically to let you know she's been there. And, um, and, 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 you know, when somebody could tell you about, I think, homelessness, you know, listening to you just say that about your mother. I, I didn't know that. Um, that's such a striking thing in this country today. Uh, you know, which brings up. Crown, um, you know why? My mom homeless mm-hmm. because not that she didn't pay her rent, right? Which you know, I you know that's the real thing. But she paid her rent. My mom got evicted because she stood her grounds and told the police that she's not opening her door because she knew her rights, and they couldn't lock her up and they couldn't come in her house because she knew her rights. So they hurt. They tried to punish her by um, going to her landlord and putting a lot of pressure on the landlord to evict her and take her to court and drag her through court and drag her through all this stuff about being a nuisance. Police was only called to her house one time for her grandson. And um, because of that, you know, that landed my mom in a situation where, you know, she had to move at 70 some years old after losing her husband during coronavirus um you know and homeless look different and you know like she's not on the streets homeless of course when i'm in the house she's gonna be with me but she didn't choose to be with me that's right you know what i'm saying she didn't choose to go live with my sister yeah it was forced by the state so many people try to and I, 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 i'm glad you just said that you know so many people try to take homelessness and, and put it in a basket of saying that you're walking in the streets. Homeless mm-hmm. means just what you just said. I have a place to be because my daughter's going to make sure I'm not in the streets. But mm-hmm. my home is no longer here. You know, mm-hmm. I called home. Yes, I can call right. home. I mean, that's, 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 I mean, it's not just always some person walking the street without something to eat. And, and, and um, I think a lot of people get that confused. And um, I, I'm glad. For, First of all, glad she has you and and your sister, your siblings. Because how many people think about 
the millions. I don't even know the number of, of homelessness in this nation because, uh, hey, sis, we got, um, man, we got an awesome testimony and, and um, podcast going tonight. I don't even know the, the number of homelessness because because uh, it wasn't really a real thought. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Wait a minute, let me see something. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, even when we look at a number, it's we 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 have to, mm. you know, we have to um, magnify that number anyway. Because um, do you think they really get in the real census? Um, because people don't no. trust these people, and they, it never benefit us. We don't see how um, it, it benefit us to fill out the census, you know, um, and or they going on skip row and giving them. Um, Once uh, uh, the sister says, it's one thing to listen to the message preached, yeah. right? Sorry. But it's better yeah. to receive it from those who actually lived it. Mm-hmm. Those who can actually tell it from a, a different standpoint of view. Um, I wanted to ask you about, <laughs> obviously, uh, I don't really, you know, waste a lot of time talking about um, Black Lives Matter. But I have to in regard of speaking to the movement or in the party or MP Dom, there is about, I'm I'm looking at it from this standpoint, you know, because obviously for those who was uh, caught up, my brother, Jean uh, Francois, what's going on with you? We raising money for Jean and the orphanage and 13 kids or the family of 13 in Haiti. I seen the numbers, brother. We're gonna get those numbers up again. And 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 um I'm glad we got to that point, but we gotta get a little bit more. And uh keep doing your thing, keep raising, but keep listening. I don't know if you heard the sister from MP Dawn, but that should be something that you should be interested in, man. Joining that thing, spreading that thing all around the world. MP Dawn. Anyway, um, ninety million dollars. What could your movement <laughs> do with ninety million dollars? Because, because I'm told, <laughs> and I'm not just told, it's true. Uh, see, because this organization was controlled and, they, and, and they, they didn't just control, wasn't controlled, but they helped use that organization to control the same church people that I saw standing in progress way for a long time. <laughs> became really, really uh, progressive. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden... Right, active all of a sudden, and 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 ready to be led by somebody who was being led by horrible strings, and mm-hmm. so no telling how much money is actually winning them people pocket. But ninety million is is missing now. Federal government kind of looking for it, obviously. But I don't really care. That's their thing. What I'm th- saying is, obviously, the party can't be controlled. What could you do? <laughs> what could Omali Esatilla? What could the African People's Socialist Party, NP Don, what could Africa, what could we do with nine? That's more than that, you know, um, right. We have in the plenary, and I think we're gonna talk about that. Yes. But I wanna I wanted to uh I, I hate saying words and, and I don't define them. So I'm gonna use the word and I wanna say the definition of it up front. And I'm you know, um opportunist. Okay. Uh, opportunist is somebody that sell out the long-term goals for a short-term interest. So I want to say that. I'm going to use that word. Say that one more so time. everybody knows um, when I introduced myself that I said I'm from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So seven years ago, when Mike Brown uh, was killed on Canfield Drive, I was a resident in Ferguson, Missouri, mm. which we never called Ferguson because Ferguson was a place where um, 
uh, what we call old Ferguson, which is money and it's white people. And then the part that I lived at was black and we called it North County. And we called it North County because um, St. Louis has somewhere around 95 municipalities and uh, black people get ticketed all through the county because every stop sign, if you can imagine, it's a new town. And each one of those towns make money off ticketing uh, people uh, and that's how they make their revenue. So they targeted um, black cars because um, uh, in St. Louis, un I don't know what it is in Florida, but in St. Louis, you have to get two different kind of inspections to get your tags. Mm -hmm. And you have to pay, um, and, I, and St. Louis is one of the places that the taxes, they say, you know, St. Louis is one of the cheapest places to live, but it has the highest taxes in St. Louis. So when you are African, mm -hmm. uh, going through the process of having your car registered, it's a whole thing. So a lot of Africans find themselves in situations where your car tags is not right. And this is the easiest way for them to profile you and pull you over, run your tags. You don't have to do nothing, run your tags. They know your stuff ain't right, pull you over and run you up tickets. And this is how these towns have survived and built a whole economic empire off ticketing and locking up and harassing black people. Right. Okay, so now that we understand that, and I'm, I'm saying this because we're talking about Black Lives Matter. Right. And we've seen this whole move of Black Lives Matter in Ferguson. Right. You know, when every sellout in the world came to Ferguson because the media, what we're talking about, the media and the importance of why we have to have platforms like this, that we have to, we have to, we can't let YouTube or we can't let whatever pla other platforms that this is being heard on be the pushing mechanism because they won't push it for you. YouTube is not going to push this. Um, whatever else is not going to push that. You have to. You have to be on here and be on work. This is your revolutionary responsibility. You know what I'm saying? You have to be active, not just listening for yourself so you can just um, take in information, but we have to be soldiers on the job to make sure we're getting the message out because they ain't going to do it. You know what I'm saying? They make sure that they have um, magnitudes that, you know, that this is not going to be coming down people's stream no matter how many times you know we share we have to push it and so black lives matter was a a slogan that wasn't just some you know ah, that's so nice no this is a slogan to change the narrative right because the african people and colonized people of the world is watching a honest righteous rebellion of the African working class. And it shook the world. And this social system, the bully ain't gonna just lay down and take it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna just, when you feel like you dying, where chairman said the, the equilibrium is imbalanced and we see it being imbalanced where people um, around the world and even the colonizer are losing the influence over other colonizers, right. where they jump in, ship, and don't trust them at all. Um, and, you know, so that situation um, caused them to have to come up with a strategy to make sure that the slogan never becomes black power ever again. So that's why, you know, and, and, and because, you know, the 60s uh, where we seen Malcolm murdered, where we seen 
Martin Luther King murder. I always want to say countless Africans that we never know their name murdered. You know, um, that, you know, they might not have Fred Hampton, but it was other Africans that walked on the shoulders of Ma uh, Malcolm and Martin Luther King that were hunted down and murdered. And the ones that were here still, um, you know, um, in jail and um, forced to go underground and become professors and talking about history and making the living that way. And so, you know, um, they had a whole, so we have a, a thing where so many of the leaders have been compromised, murdered and killed and hunted down that we have Chairman Amali Eshatelli and African People's Social Party. And before y'all come for me, names that I don't know, but I'm saying chairman because what he did is build a movement bigger than himself. That the movement of the Uhuru movement is bigger. Like he, his name was not something that he put out there. He wanted to build a movement. And so that's why I'm saying that the uh, what Chairman Amala Yeshatella had done. And so Black Lives Matter, which I have talked to um, a person that, you know, say that he came up with the slogan first. And these African women say they came up with the slogan first. But one thing that we know that a lot of money has been dumped into Black Lives Matter. But we don't see in Ferguson nothing. Right. I, today, as of today, in Ferguson, we have black more Black police officers, a Black judge. But Africans are still the ones that's getting pulled over by the black police officers. They still going and standing in front of a black judge with the same things happening with black face. So we can't be fooled. Another word that I'm going to use, and most of y'all might know, but I'm going to just give the definition, neo-colonial puppets. Neo is black. Colonial, they are gatekeepers of their own oppression that they afflict on their own people and take crumbs from the slave master table. That's what a, a neo-colonial puppet is. And so we have these gatekeepers that became very ask, militant. Let me ask Go you real, real quick, because uh, don't lose your train of thought. Just a quick question, uh, because you said neo-colonial puppets. And just, in, just if you don't mind, and I do know your title, so you might not want to, but um, just in your opinion, because mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I got kids. Go ahead. Hey, power to the kids. <laughs> What's in your in your mind? If you don't mind, and if you do, I, I, we understand because you do hold a uh, position. But uh, give us an example of some uh, because a lot of Africans, a lot of Black people sitting at home, just regular civilians, not not revolutionaries, not even civil rights activists, just regular people. You know. Jerry Springer, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so give us some examples because that is dangerous. What you just said was so powerfully important, and but if we don't understand it when we see it, uh, we still won't understand. And so give us, if possible, an example or two in your opinion of uh, some neo-colonials neo out there because there are a lot of them and they're going to continue putting them in position we think we saw something yet. Yeah, we think we saw something with uh um already. We're gonna see more of it, and it's gonna get worse and worse. Because let me tell you, I, I put it in the um, text earlier. Forty states have 
put in a petition, a bill, petitioning to have no protest laws. Now they want to act like that's about January 6th. But you know and I know we ain't that ignorant. That ain't mm -hmm. January 6th. That's about I'm pointing up here because I got a picture of the chair. That's how I got the chairman's um video. So I'm pointing at the chairman. So, but that's about what the chairman spoke of today in, in these one minute nuggets. I forgot what it was called, but uh Eddie been on Black Power 96. He was been uh been playing the one minute nuggets all day. And I don't know if that's a black history month thing, but if it is, hopefully we could continue it. Um, because I called a couple of them today. But in it today, he spoke of in one of them, he spoke of how. Thousands, I think he said 10,000 rebellions rose up after George Floyd or, or after Michael Brown. And, and, and so you get 10,000 rebellions and we know a lot wasn't done um, on it. And then you get the January 6th thing. They're trying to act like, they're trying to impress people it's about January 6th, but I think it is about more. The voices of- Come on, we already know what it's about. So, you know what I'm saying? They have to control the masses. They have a real problem on their hands because we are tapping into shows like this. We are reading. We are um, saying, forget that you ain't going to pacify us anymore. We continue. They can't stop these killings from happening. They continue in trying to force their uh, will of vaccination, all different type of tactics. So we shouldn't, first of all, act like I first wanted to make sure that we all understand that America is doing what it's supposed to do. It's not acting out of character or anything. Yeah. For 600 years, it's been controlling the masses, first of all, okay? And so now they are responding to, um, like you said, Ferguson, where African people, they couldn't control it, they couldn't put it out. People was just popping. And then since then, popping, 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 you know, um, up and we hear real demands now coming from you know all the way from the white house for reparations and this is the work that we seen happen right there in st petersburg florida with akile anai running for office so one of those examples of a neo-colonial puppet i'm sorry if it's your friend y'all and i know i was happy let me tell you i knocked doors for obama okay so i know i was bamboozled too you hear me i was bamboozled too not once did I vote for him. I voted him both time. And the second time I knocked doors in the rain because it was raining here in St. Louis when he won the second time. In the day of the election, I was picking people up, taking them to the poll because I was so excited for this black man. But he's a neo-colonial puppy because the whole time he was in office, he acted like the black word was a scary word and he couldn't say it. And when he did say it, he was criticizing the black community. And when he was in office, he didn't write not one bill. And he knew how to write bills because he wrote them for the gays. He wrote them for the Asians. He wrote them for the uh, Jewish people. He so he knew how to write them. So don't tell me, oh, he couldn't do that because you know he can't. He got to be everybody president. Well, he did it for the gays. Yep. He did it for the Jews. So why couldn't he do it for his own? Because he's a neo-colonial puppet. He's a gatekeeper. Yeah, he was that. Um, and <laughs> hey, shots fired. Bye bye. Listen, man, we're unapologetically revolutionary, along with my comrade. Um, you can get some, let me see here. Let me see. Let me read a little bit. <laughs> 90 million. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, yeah, they want to decide what we're going to watch, listen to, read, and share. That's probably old. And, um, so um, I got a track. I'm a little late because Columbia was deep in it, and I didn't want to stop up from um, 
talking. It was fire. It was fire. Uh, we unapologetic on here, and that's what we're doing. Uh, MP Dom, St. Louis, MP Dom, all over the world, actually, international. Uh, that's actually how I went to my uh, first trip away from this nation was uh, with MP Dom. And so uh, it is definitely all around the world. Um, 50 years of relentlessness, man. 50 years of relentlessness. What you, what you, um, people, people always say, I say, um, a lot. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> if I don't, I might say something wrong. Uh, so 50 years of relentlessness. I see how obviously it's affected your life. Um, you know, at the beginning of a song I made, I say the future is bright. And I say that my comrade, because of comrades like you, because of comrades who you just named, you know, Akile, and, and uh, you know, so many, so much youth that I don't even know of. When I see St. Louis, I, I, I just want to say to all the comrades in St. Louis, to yourself, to all the brothers and sisters up there, to the chairman, um, it's beautiful, man. It's so beautiful, and I, I, I really, really um, want to get a chance to come and visit y'all and, 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 and do some work with y'all. Uh, it's beautiful for anybody in that area, for anybody who get a chance to go by, you have to see the Uhura House in St. Louis. But more than seeing the Uhura House in St. Louis, real quick, before I play this track, tell me the significance of the Uhura House, Aquaba Hall. Is it is it Aquaba Hall in St. Louis as well? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a Quava Hall in St. Louis. It's just I'm gonna try to be real quick because my brain is going a mile a minute of things I want to say to you and um you everybody that's listening. I'm a, I don't know what energy they have, but they giving me they feeding me, and I I don't even see them or reading their comments. And I my mind is going a mile a minute. We got but you know, like you said, um that money was not innocent, comrades. That money was used. Um, I want to lift Darren Seals. Um, I was able to speak at his funeral. And it put, you know, the whole movement where we were had to look at each other, not knowing who was doing what. They murdered us. Who's that? And y'all might have heard during Seal's name, but it's other names. Who was, Spook who was shot in the eye you know? um, at the protest. An African woman pregnant with her baby in a stroller um, shot. You know what I'm saying? And so all these, um, all these things um, were done, you know what I'm saying, um, to us as Black Lives Matter receive all these resources, you know, we were under attack, you know what I'm saying? So like, even after the unre unrest, you know, um, the African that everybody seen that was throwing the cocktail back, he was murdered. And then they tell us that he killed himself. Um, when Ferguson was happening, another um, African that was protesting that a lot of people don't know his name, his name was Mike Wilson. He was murdered. He had just got out of the jail, out of the joint, did about five, 10 years in jail or something like that. And people were listening to him because he was in jail and he became political. They killed him um, right um, during the unrest. So all these things were happening um, to African people um, as Black Lives Matter received these monies. And the significance of the Quava Hall and the Uhuru movement in St. Louis, where we are um, in the third war, got a basketball court coming with the neo-colonial puppets trying to stop us with us having a birthing clinic where we're going to have scholarships for over 25 uh, women under the leadership of Deputy Chair Ona Zanae Yeshitella. Um, also um, have a fourplex where when our brothers get out of prison, 
um, and um, sisters get out of prison where they can go into their own place, you know what I'm saying, where we have app depth, where we are building psychiatrists, doctors to be able to deal with everything that they need to deal with psychologically to come back into the um into um society with their families Hold on and get the job. I'm sorry. Hold on, no, no, no. You're doing you're doing great. I, I want you to know you're doing so good that my mind is running a thousand miles a minute as well, based on based on the things, the beauty. Just uh, that I I I hope. I hope everybody hear hearing this, and um, uh, I'm, I'm like being wild. First of all, I'm finna move to St. Louis. Uh, that is so that is so beautiful. Um, is that on the north side? Yeah, that's on the north side. It's, all those things are on the north side of St. Louis. And what was so you know significant mm -hmm. about being on the north side? Is it, I, it was is the north side like our north side? Is it? Is it in? Y'all south side is black, and y'all north side is more, white. Right. It's, so our north side is black. Okay. I mean, our north side is black, black. Okay. You know, Chairman always say that St. Louis is like Africa. Right. You have to go and try to find you a white person to see. You know, and that's the issue that they have with the north side because the north side is also where the means of production come in. You know, it's the uh, the, the arch, the mid, um, the Mississippi River, and St. Louis is the Midwest. You know what I'm saying? So every so many states touch us and things come in and out and they want to be able to control that riverfront. And also the city is, the airport is controlled by the city. So even though the airport sits in North County, it's controlled, the resources that it, re uh, revenue is controlled by the city. So that's, the, you know, the planes and then you got your boats. Oh. And so um, the city is ready to, um, is under heavy fire of gentrification, like most cities, like St. Pete and other places too, because it's, but they have a problem because it's so, so black in St. Louis, wow. you know? Um, and so the significance of it is that we got our own machine that don't sleep. The African People's Socialist Party is a machine you know what I'm saying? It, it has to continue to fight for the redemption of Africa, no matter what, no matter who stand with us, no matter who die, no matter who gets sick, no matter who gets tired. The African People's Socialist Party has to continue to move. And we need that. That's something that you should be happy about. You know what I'm saying? Because white power never sleep. We are colonized. We are struggling in our sleep. It is constantly moving and making um, plans to colonize your child that you ain't even thought that you was gonna have. And so we have to liberate ourselves. And the African People's Socialist Party is a machine that dumped money into Ferguson too. And you see it by the evidence of the material things we have on the ground for the people. How, how did you accomplish more? I, I, I'm gonna say this real quick and then I got a track to play uh, by the chairman. But it just seems to me that uh, the movement, the party, the chairman, NPDOM in St. Louis, all, all over, but I'm just uh, particularly speaking of the work that I've seen just from here, just sitting here, watching on the internet, watching on Facebook, the work that I've seen done in St. Louis, and, and then, of course, looking at uh, uh, the oldest black newspaper in history, as far as my history, I know, um, so uh, the burning spirit, but you were able, y'all were able to accomplish more with less. Like you said, 90 million, what do you see? What handprint do you see from Black Lives Matter 
in your city. Mm-hmm. But you see work that you done on the direction of the party with donation from the people and with the work from the people. And just, you know, uh, I, I think that's amazing. Um, and that just brings me to my track that I'm gonna play. Um, it is called Relentless, obviously. And uh, it is in tribute to one O'Malley and Satilla. They have a plenary. After the song, we'll be talking about the plenary. Actually, that'll be uh, International President Columbia doing most of the talking. We'll be listening, because I don't know much about it. But that's what we're here for. And we'll be listening to find out and find out how to register and, and, and tune in and be a part of that. Uh, without further ado, hey, one time more, Molly. Yes, Attila. Relentless. Joe Waller, 25 years old when he walked in the city hall and told down a mirror that was what? standing for over 20 years. Damn. Since 1945. Whew. 1945. Man, you know how bold you gotta be. That's in bold. 1966 to go down and tear down something that some white people put up. In 1945? 1945. Boy, that's relentless. Relentless. Yeah. From Joe Mo to the Illuminati. People socialist party. 50 years. Tom Brady just celebrated uh, 22 years, so it seems like 50 years. And that's the GOAT. I can't hear you. Um. I had my mic. I had my microphone down. Oh, okay. I said I could be. Uh, I could have had too many things open at once. Anyway, we back. Omalia Satilla, relentless. Relentless. I like that. Yes. The is that on Black Power ninety six? Oh, I'm giving it. The, I just um, it just got uh, mastered um today. And so I'm, I'm, I'll be taking it to Eddie. I, I, I think I'm going to email it to, you know, make it available for everybody today and I'll give it to Eddie. And then mm-hmm. and I want to um, ask you right here on this platform um, that I'm going to be um, under Deputy Chair's leadership, um, leading the One Africa, One Nation market, mm-hmm. uh, where, um, you know, on the north side, we live in a food desert. And uh, we have worked with black farmers and we have turned some of the people in our community 
um, neighborhood backyard gardens into being vendors where they can sell their fresh fruits and vegetables for you know economic development for their family. And um, also some of the people in our community have start going to start their own business by jarring, um, produce, uh, how you said, um, canning, um, you know, canning foods, getting us back into that teaching um, classes um, because we got to be our own grocery store. We can't just keep begging for people to bring stuff to our community. So we have the market that is going to be our own. And I would love to have you hit the stage, you know, to, you know, have a market you know, and put it out there that we got a, you know, artists that will be coming, you know, um, so I'm gonna be in contact with you because I would love for you to come to St. Louis, you know, get a tour and actually, um, you know, bless us with hitting this revolutionary stage um, in St. Louis on the north side at the One Africa One Nation Market. It'll be an honor, comrade. For real. Okay. That'll that'll uh that'll take care of a lot of things at once, cause um, like I say, I've been watching and and you know my oh, man, it's just beautiful, and it's 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 really beautiful. Um, it's powerful to see, and um, I I love it. I love it. You know, it's it's uh yeah yeah yeah. It's it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, and uh I I think um, talking about it, I hope people in their city, you know, because we're not isolated. (laughs) None of us are isolated. So, you know, somewhere there's another person in another city that there's not a chapter yet and they want a chapter. Well, we're hearing about somebody who can teach you how to build a chapter and, um, you know, bring a chapter to your area because yes, like my comrade says, not isolated, uh, it's much needed. And when you feel alone, Man, it's it's tough because you find yourself looking like you're talking to yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why this has been one of the probably uh, just to be honest, uh, one of the most fluent um, and the better. You know, I, I actually appreciate having uh, into a very just just somebody else who can actually bring a revolutionary uh, concept and bread to the table where I can actually sit back and be a spectator as well. So, um, yeah, let's talk about it. So what's this plenary about? What's the date? How can uh, we register? How can we join? Is this going to be something physical or is Joe Biden going to say we can never touch each other and see each other's faces again? How's this going to happen? Yes. Okay. I had somebody pulling stuff up for me too, so I can um, have information. So the plenary in my own words, um, the African People's Socialist Party is a revolutionary party that has been in existence for 50 years. It's our 50 year anniversary as well. Um, Every year we have a plenary where every um, leader of our movement um, an institution has to report to the body, everybody that's a member, um, any PNUM, ABDEP, ANWO, in our institutions, and you too, the African nation, we hold ourselves accountable. We think transparency is critical. Um, and we have to sum up what we have done so we can make sure that our strategy is right, that we might need to change a strategy. We might have to say, oh, I'm self-critical. So the good, bad, the ugly, the everything. We have a plenary 
um, in the top of the year to lay out the, uh, what we have accomplished in 2021 and what we are planning to do in 2022, um, any contradictions that we had experienced, um, how we plan to overturn those contradictions, um, and any victories that we had, and how do we accomplish those victories. And this is important because um, it's a science to revolution. I'm sorry. It's a, it's, a, it's a strategy to revolution. And so you want to study it. And, you know, um, one of my favorite slogans is tell no lies, claim no easy victories. So EPDOM uh, will be giving our report on day four. It's, 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 a, it's a four day. So that's Monday. It starts on Friday. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. This Friday? This Friday, which is the 11th. The 11th through the 14th, and um, you can register for this event. It's $25 to register. This is powerful. This is your business. You need to be in the room. You need to be commenting. You need to be asking questions. Um, This is where you find out. You know, don't wait till it's over and then hear something and say, well, I want to know this about this is the perfect place for you to come and hear um, what, you know, the African nation is um, doing to redeem Africa, um, you know, chairman um, and the central committee, uh, which I'm a credit chairman said relentless. And then he was talking, he was giving an overview as we were planning the plan- plenary. And we said, that's the title. title. That's where we at. That's where we at comrades. That's where we at brothers and sisters. It. It's time to be relentless. You know what I'm saying? Cause we have to know we can, we will, we will win. So the uh, I'm I got excited for a second. Like I, you know, like uh, I'm a church girl. So you know how I used to have that revival. You know what I'm saying? And revive those old bones. You know, sometimes you get the doing the work sometimes, and you just get weary in your well doing. And sometimes we have to have a revival to revive those old bones to remind us why we doing the work in the first place. That it's not just a market, but this market is tied to a bigger strategy of liberation that, you know, it's not just building a chapter, but it's to help the African working class know that we can be the governing body because our confidence been stumped on. You know what I'm saying? You don't been told no, and you don't messed up so much in our life because of the conditions that we under. We don't even have confidence in our own ability to lead our own community. So coming into organization and participating and grinding hard, make you have confidence that no, that we, we, we can do this. We can have black power. We can have black community control of the police. So the conference, oh, okay, I'm sorry. You brought up, uh, I, I wanna say this mainly uh, to the people. It's so good that this comrade speaks without saying arm all the time. So <laughs> for the people, I wanna point out something that she said because it's important. Because soon you'll be looking to give money. You'll be looking to support I'm going to call them a politician, them. I'm going to call them. You'll be looking to support a cause sooner or later coming up. And the sister just said, the comrade just said that the plenary is an open book. So all around the world, no matter what you believe, no matter what you're doing, um, if you want to know what they're doing with your donations, your money, your time, if you want to know what's going down, they're planning, have Black Lives Matter 
asked us any of that? <laughs> I mean, so these are the questions that we need to ask ourselves. We need to actually address, I mean, address it with your children. I know people that made their children vote for Joe Biden. I mean, what are you, come on. So the, this is why, <laughs> this is why those things happen because we are misinformed. And when we have a chance to be informed, um, we go back to the same sources that keep giving us that dumbed down message. So mm -hmm. this is um, meat and mm -hmm. I appreciate hearing it. And more than anything, mm -hmm. I, I appreciate hearing uh, the comrade talk about what the plenary is about, an open book, holding each other accountable, holding comrades accountable. It ain't nobody that we voted for that, I mean, we, we can act like we do, but there's nobody that we've voted for that we can say we have power to hold accountable. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So let's stop feeding these people that, that uh, I mean, when I say feeding them, I mean, we feeding them. We believing in them, we feeding them, and then we even talking about what he said and what she said at the table. And all they mm -hmm. do is the dumbed down puppeteer message that they're told to tell you. I mean, mm -hmm. that's it. <laughs> it's so true, you know, and I, I, I appreciate the party because it, it struggles with itself constantly all the time. And, um, you know, it's, it's things about EPDOM, you know, when we was getting ready for the plenary and putting our reports together and everybody want to give a good report, you know, but myself, I want to be free more than I want to give a good report. And so it ain't no need for me giving a good report and I'm still going to be a slave because I don't lie. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I, we, my whole um, executive committee, we, we learned so much stuff that we need to learn how we have to do move better. You know, uh, we looked at campaigns and we said, where are we at right now? Why are we still in this place? We got to change some things. And, you know, to give that self-criticism, you know, as a leader, you know, to be able to be transparent and say, okay, I, I started moving on spontaneity. You know, I started depending on my charismatic uh, personality more than I depend on organization and more than my POA, my plan of action. You know what I'm saying? And this is how we got away from the goals. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we had some great events, you know what I'm saying? And people came, but then when we qualified, you know, who joined, you know, um, where they at still, you know, then we have to say, okay, we need to, we had to move differently. Um, we have to, you know, and I learned so much. So I just so appreciate chairman helping me to understand criticism and self-criticism because my skin, I'm sensitive y'all, <laughs> you know? But I learned to love and appreciate it because it allowed me to be the best daughter of Africa. And that's definitely my desire. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, again, y'all forgive me because I'm a church girl. But, you know, um, Paul was one of my favorite people in the Bible. And he talked about if your hand caused you to sin and cut it off. I, I, I'm at the point, y'all, I ain't going to die no slave. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to die a submissive one, at least. I know that for sure. And I definitely ain't going to raise the one. And so I'm saying that to say that whatever it is that I have to do, um, my, my, my will, my, um, my, 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 my own ego that will get in the way of our freedom, it can't win. It cannot win. So I really appreciate the plenary as well. But I want to uh, give people this information. So to register for the um, plenary is $25. Um, this is the third plenary of the seven Congress, um, February the 11th through the 14th, 2022. And you can register by going to APSP, 
apsplenary.org, A-P-S-P-P-L-E-N-A-R-Y.org. So apsplenary.org, and you can register today. Um, and this will be on Zoom, so it's, uh, you could be anywhere in the world um, to watch this. We will get reports from Africa, from the UK, from the Bahamas, um, everywhere we are, uh, we will be given a report. So it's four days. Say that one more time. Yeah. So you go to APSPplanary.org, APSPplanary.org, and you can register today. And it starts on this Friday and it ends on Monday. Make sure you tune in on Monday, <laughs> not tune into the whole thing. But um, EPDOM, the organization that I lead with some amazing, um, my executive committee, I wanna shout out um, Dexter, he's on the call right now, and my whole executive committee, um, hey, hey. Vice President Massimella Odom out of uh, San Diego, um, Comrade Fofi uh, out of St. Louis, my economic development coordinator, and Erica out of uh, Portland, Oregon. And these are men and women. Uh, this ranges from all ages, um, from, you know, the older person on our um, executive committee, uh, Fofi in her um, beautiful 60s, okay. to um, someone as young as in their 20s on the ex committee. And the reason why I'm saying this is because um, age or gender uh, has no existence in the liberation struggle. Again. sexual preference or any of that don't have any place in our liberation struggle uh we got to get free you know um so somebody i wanted to uh, appreciate them i i really i really want to ask you because we're coming up at the end man this been great this been great like really and um if possible to npr and, and i appreciate dexter as well because uh man we've been we've been trying to get it right we've been Keep I, I, my fingers tight, but I, but not nah, serious though. Uh, the brother been c communicating with me because this is actually the worst side of uh, organizing for me when it comes to sitting down and trying to organize this 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 stuff. So I appreciate those that, that, that take their little time with me and <coughs> thing. Um, and thanks again. I wanna. I'm hoping that I can get you on a schedule. Uh, <laughs> okay. Because I'll tell you something. I don't, I know my, my comrade ran for mayor and as humble as she is, we've heard her say it. I, everybody listening, you'd have heard her say it three times. Like, no, nah, actually I just under, I just gave a low number, probably six times tonight. I'm a church girl. I'm a, and, and, and I'm gonna tell you something. That's that character um, is that's part of that's part of your that's part of your that's part of your strength. So you don't never have to apologize for it. Even if even for the listeners that's listening to me and may not know you, don't apologize for it because it's beautiful. Uh, your revolution is your your strength. Um, you know everything you stand for, and 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 you earned it. Everything you I learned about you. You know I I knew you, but I learned some things tonight. And so, man, you know how I go. Testimony. <laughs> yeah, you got to testify. I said that today. And so, uh, man, I'm doing my best to hope. I'm, I'm going to be definitely uh, Dexter. Here I come. Here I come, Dexter. I'm going to be in touch, and I'm going to try to get you on a schedule to where we can get a report. 
And we got to mm-hmm. make y'all do this thing of, of monthly or whatever, something, you know. Um, I know you're busy, so, um, and I'm definitely, definitely looking, hopefully, to come to St. Louis whenever. Uh, and, and without, that's it. That's all we got for you tonight, man. This is, I'm I appreciate you. Apologizing to me, but unapologetically revolutionary, man. My podcast fans across the world, you heard a good one tonight. That is international president of NPDOM, Columbia. And did that, did I say it right? You said it right. Ooh, I've been practicing all day, I'm telling you. And um, she's an awesome sister, friend, and comrade. And I'm Crowd Dion, unapologetically revolutionary, man. We out of here. God is good all the time. Really? All the time. That's the theme. Join that plenary. I'm signing up too. Yeah. Right on. I appreciate that. And I just want to tell everybody out there that you are not alone. You know what I'm saying? You are not alone. You didn't do this to yourself. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Stay strong. Because African people, we are beasts. You know what I'm saying? We will win. So I just want to encourage everybody. I don't know what you're going through, but I just feel the need to just tell everybody to keep pushing. And organization is the key. You know what I'm saying? So join EPDOM by going to um, the International People Democratic Uhuru Movement. I'm sorry. Our website, epidum.org. I'm sorry, epidum.org. Go join today. Reach out, get involved. Let's build. Uhuru. Uhuru means freedom. Freedom. That's it. We out of here. Oh, man. I thank you, Columbia. We got to. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. I hope I I hope I didn't overtalk. I apologize. It was great energy. I had a good time. So um Dexter has all um has all privilege to bring this back to the executive committee so we can see how we can work together because I love it. I, I like it and um I think it's really good. Actually somewhat we um I mean that stopped but um somebody wanted to know about you know I was so Caught up. I'm sorry too. Uh, I hope they come back. Dang. Somebody wanted to know about the Hispanic community in that area. I think that's what the uh, question said. Yeah. So it's non-existent. Um, huh? Really. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. The Spanish area that we do have, I would say, where um, you see a large community of Spanish people. It's on the south side. Um, it's South St. Louis, um, where you would see a large mm-hmm. um, group of Spanish people, but it's not. It's really not like other places where you would see, because you know they usually move like Africans together in a, in in one area. So it's on the south side, really, but it's it's really like non-existent here for real. Okay, all right. And it's hard to even find like authentic Mexican food. Mm. You know what I'm saying in St. Louis. Like we have a couple of places, but it ain't nothing like uh, like California and places like that. Like, no, my um, my fiance, she's from well, she's from St. Louis, but she grew up in California, so she know the authentic like the taco trucks. No, nah, that's we don't got none of that. Or what's some that fruit stuff called the Spanish fruit? Whatever it is, we don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know she. I know. Listen, man, with that red chili stuff on it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. what about uh, man, I, never mind. <laughs> I already got into a real conversation. I forgot I'm still doing this thing. That's uh, wow. All right, never mind. 
Um, we got to get on. We got to get another one, man. Like on on on, on some type of organized uh, schedule where you know, I mean, that way you could like almost like report. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. We can I do that. I really appreciate. Uh, I just the how fluid. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I would love to come back and bring some of um, the young guys with me um, to beat you too and be able to talk to the listeners because I, I really think that we have to bridge that communication between um, our young teenagers right now and us, you know, um, and understanding for them to understand us and for us to hear and listening to them as well because they feel we scared of them, you know, um, that we think they monsters and never going, you know, and all these different things. So talking with them, I don't learn so much. And I would love to have them here as well to express their feelings, you know, um, and these are what some people will call, you know, at risk youth, you know, that I work with that are angels. I mean, they just, they little soldiers, you know, they like real little soldiers and they love to learn, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to die. You know what I'm saying? And they they feel that like an African making it to 25 is is like, wow, you made it to 25 because of what they have seen in their own community. So I would um I would love to have um be able to have them on her with me as well if you have us back to bring some of the people um that we work with on a daily basis. So the people can see that we ain't just blowing smoke and we just don't have some buildings somewhere and nobody's actually um you know, doing things. I want you to meet some of the young people that I work with on a daily basis um, and listen to how the politics and the horror house and all the things that we just talked about is changing their life. I would love to get some of them. I mean, like even even some of the young artists there. Um, I mean, I want to meet them, you know, because because some of the stuff I'm writing, man, I want to get to some of them guys. Um, I want to, I want to be able to get some good videos of the chairman and, 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 you know, I see a beautiful video really, really, um, uh, for that song I did, but it's going to take, you know, effort. And so, man, I just, I, I love y'all and I'm so glad y'all worked with me. Uh, um, and, and, um, it was a beautiful, it was beautiful and you did great. You did, you did great. Like, like I, that's what I actually needed. You know what I mean? I'm always, uh, let me see. Am I, okay. Yeah. I, I always carry and so that is actually what i was looking for so you did you did great and i, I appreciate that um, thank you uh, all right I got some Fran, you all in my sleep time <laughs> some um some stuff that i did too you, you okay some you said michael brown uh yeah okay. right. thank you dexter and thank you mp dom thank you Come thank on. you all right good night and i'm gonna record this download let's see